that that makes it awkward. We got like buddy cop movie eye contact well, shit we're just going on. Staring out into the abyss of this empty classroom, which we are currently occupying. True. Um, welcome, everybody. Wait, first of all, we're fucking dumbasses because last week you said it was episode sixty-eight. Yeah. It was episode sixty-seven. Yeah. I was contemplating making this episode sixty-seven, and then I was like, you know what? No, let's just make it episode sixty-eight. Why? Why? Why two? Why confuse the people even more? So shout out to us who didn't remember the count, but we've just done so many episodes, man. This is 68 weeks straight of just the most amazing episodic podcast that you can ever hear in existence. It's just incredible. Absolutely. So shout out to us, Mules and Carlos. You're, if you're tuned in, you're a lifetime listener now. If you've reached episode 68, this is a part of a relationship where there is no turning back. Um, um, this is a deep commitment. Yes, deep commitment. Um, we are now living in this post-world champion J.R. Smith world, mm-hmm. and I'm one in fucking year for it. I, I'm, I'm excited as shit, man. I don't know. That game was thrilling as shit. I, know, I don't know if you watched it, Game 7. Mm-hmm. I watched Game 7. I watched, it, I watched it in my job because we had it live on the laptop. Oh, okay. So I kept switching in and out. No, one, no one came? No, there were a lot of people there. I was just not paying attention to them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at that point at work where I'm very fed up and I just do what I want. Sure. Not I think me. I think that it comes with like anything you do for a long period I of time so. that you if don't you fucking like. Yeah, if you aren't challenged enough or you just don't like it mm-hmm. or you know, just just the the space isn't, you know, um mm-hmm. thing to growth or something. I don't know why I'm thing talking. to growth. Yeah, I don't know. I can't uh, the reason I'm talking like this is because I'm in a classroom. I feel like you feel like you have to be quiet. Yeah. Nah, feel, you don't got to be quiet. I don't know, man, because we're in this giant classroom. Uh-huh. You picked a great classroom, by the way, because it's got a nice view. It's got good natural lighting. Oh, I had Jewish studies in here. I had nothing in here, but I just know. That I've been in this room twice. I think oh. I had a final in here too. Oh, okay, but yeah, we're living in this like post J R Smith is the world yeah. champion of the world. Um, and everything's going into chaos thus far. No, I mean, no, I mean look at Britain. That that's true. That's true. In this post JR world, apparently Britain is not part of the European Union. I know, and I had to learn about all that this morning. Yeah. It felt like fucking. I know. It felt like the world is changing. Like. Nah, it just felt like a global history class to me. I had to learn about like trades mm-hmm. and like <laughs> barters. And, and that shit was crazy to like, me because I'm like, yo. And then the, the value of a pound dropped, and I was just like, this is I was crazy. not worried at all, but then apparently I have to be worried. That even did it worse, because now I definitely can't hear myself um, for some reason. There we go. But yeah, now I had to... What, fuck? For some reason, yeah, I couldn't fucking... I couldn't wrap my mind around it. I felt like the whole world... Like, I, like Trump being... Pre- like, almost being president is a terrible joke, sure. but now it's like everything's shifting on its ass. Do you and I think get it's it. because J.R. Smith is the world champion of the NBA? I mean, along with, you know, LeBron James, Tristan Thompson, you know, Matthew Della Dova, fucking Kevin I don't really Rob, care about any of these other people. I just, I just, you just happy care JR. about, you know, JR. Because JR earns it. First he deserves all, it. First of all, may his tears turn to Hennessy. <laughs> Dude, he's like, I don't know, that game was thrilling, was thrilling as hell. And I just, for the longest time, I guess I've been hoping that Golden State lose, just because I think it's a great narrative for the story going forward because I just hate undefeated like I just hate teams who are just like so strong and so undefeated that Fuck that. 
it just makes it it's very. It's called a legacy. I know, but it makes it very like you don't want to watch it because like oh these. Oh, guys these guys are gonna win. No, they're gonna because win. there are people that contest them and challenge them. Of course, but now you have a team that did. Like, what if they won? Then it would have just been like I mean, it would have been a great, back-to-back. a great accomplishment for them. But mm-hmm. I feel like this just in, in, this improves the narrative, and I think you know people have said like everything is wrestling. Yeah. This is kind of like that to me. Yeah. This is the big, this is like when John Cena lost to The Rock that first time. Eh. And the nigga had to find himself for a year, even though he really didn't. He just like, he still was whooping ass like the other 364 days of the year. He just had to take that L to The Rock. Yeah, just that one L. And then he got got the W. This is is Golden State's opportunity to To really. To give us a really bad match the second time around. This is is them. (laughs) Because that's what I get from that analogy. Not fucking. This is them focusing more. This is them honing in more as a team. This is them changing shit up. This is them not, like, you know, making three-pointers and mm-hmm. turning away before the shit even lands in the hoop. Yeah. Like, all that, you know. They all were that confident cocky as shit. Hell. They were of confident course. cocky as hell. I mean, as it should be, 73 wins, fucking nine losses. Also, they're young guys. It's not like they're old, salty veterans. I know, but they're just like, you know, it's a, they're just like, sometimes you need that sort of moment in your life where it's just like you need to, you need that, and it sucks to be that sort of cataclysmic sort of thing. You need bad shit to happen before you can get bad good again. Bad shit to happen, so you can appreciate the good things. So you no can be stronger, and you can be tested. I can't wait for the 1980s montage of the Golden State Warriors training in Drake's backyard. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I'm so, I can't <laughs> wait for. I, I'm sure Steph Yo. Curry's gonna grow a beard. Clay Thompson's gonna have like this like huge ass beard or something. He's gonna look less like the PBS logo. Yeah, bro. Come on. Yeah. Come on, but shout out to J.R. Smith, man. Yeah. This nigga's been walking around with no shirt for the past like, The president eight. has called this an issue. <sighs> I guess. The president has called in But, the, you know, you do what coach. you want when you pop in, my friend. Yeah. You do what you want, as, as you know, as Future said, you do what you want when you pop in. Did he say that or did Drake say that? Future said that. That future. was Jersey. Oh, okay. By Future. All right. Coincidentally, JR's from Jersey. Yes. Man, this all works together. Yeah, I know. God bless J.R. Smith. God bless him. Unfortunately, you know, I, I was wondering how um, Carmelo feels. Carmelo is at home, drowning his sorrows. They're drowning his sorrows, but now, you know, but New York you know, Knicks. Yeah, they're, they're drafting the man with the most fragile legs in history. <sighs> they, they've traded for Derek Rose. I'm sorry if this has become sports talk real early. I know some people aren't into sports, but this is just a huge, momentous thing for yeah, New York City. And for, for New York, absolutely. And for, mostly for me, though, because I love yeah. J.R. Smith. I love the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sad to see J.R. Smith go, uh, go from the Knicks. I almost wrote, like, a long op-ed about it, and then I opted not to. Yep. Um, but, you know, I think everyone's winning mm-hmm. now, and I can be happy about that. Um, but, yeah, what's going on in the world of, like, those British, man? They're crazy. The British. The British, bro. I have a lot of European friends. Sure. I, are they in turmoil, or are they just running around um, the streets with no, their hands in the air uh, no. and just screaming? I think they're just genuinely upset, but they knew they knew once they looked at, like, the news. This is called, you know what, this is called foreshadowing. Foreshadowing why? Because, so, the British people had to vote whether mm-hmm. to stay or to go. Uh-huh. And I don't think they really um, noticed if they, I don't really think they thought their vote would matter mm-hmm. this much. And apparently it was like a one, like it was less than a one percent margin of to leave and to stay, and then now the economy 
is going to bust over there and shit like that. And this is like foreshadowing for our election <laughs> in fucking November. You think that that's going to fuck up our economy? We're doomed anyway, but <laughs> I don't know. I think it would. I think I think Trump would fuck up our economy oh. more than um, Hillary. I think we might. Either way, we're taking a dip. Nah, that bitch gonna stabilize the economy. Would be a total asshole. We. I think we're gonna we're, we're gonna dip anyway. Yeah. Because like you know. Canada, here I come. Yeah, I mean, we're doomed. I see this shit on the news every day. I'm so, like, they're throwing bar- jabs at each other like they're fucking Twitter honeys and shit. It's no, they are. It's they are. They are Twitter bitches. They're that fucking, you know, you should delete your Twitter thing that Hillary said a few weeks ago. I'm like, are you guys serious? Yeah, are they you are. Guys seri- are you guys really, yes. like, popping for this? Are you, is this? They're trying to be. Is this is, is, and then the people are just reacting. I'm like, yo, the people, are you really reacting to this? These are politicians. This is the next president of the United States. I don't care about Twitter fights between, you know, Donald Trump and Hillary. I want to see progress in our nation because I feel like, and not to get uber political, but, you know, but Obama is by far one of the most progressive presidents since, uh-huh. you know, the dude with, you know, no legs, FDR. Wow, 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 wow. I know. Wow, wow. But he's gone now. Okay. Um, he had four terms, bro. Come on. Four terms. Four terms. I learned that. Four terms. That's 16 years of being president, bro. That's, that's long as fuck. That's long as fuck, yeah. man. That's called dictatorship. <laughs> I'm being wild. These are super extra hot takes, by the way. Hella hot <laughs> takes. They're super extra hot takes. But I feel like the, we've been in the most progressive stage as a nation since, you know, whenever. And I feel like, you know, sometimes we got to go backwards to go forwards again. Whoever's the next black guy to run for president, please, um, Ben Barson, please do not run again. Please do not make an ass of yourself by doing that. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. How are you feeling, my friend? Oh, I'm I'm EQing our vocals as we speak, sure. and it's this it's tripping me. No, 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 no. No, I'm just mixing. dropping out some of the lows. Uh, yeah, because there's like a there's like a I don't know. We, it feels like I'm in a washing machine right now. We're in this giant empty classroom, bro. That's I feel even thing. more in the in the washing machine now. I feel really in the washing machine. That's not what I mean. Um, <laughs> um, what do we have next to talk about? There's so many things to talk about that are not music related. It's so funny. Like, music has took a dead... I wouldn't say it's a stop, but it's just Oh, like, Gucci dropped um, a fucking track, All My Children. Yes. That shit had me weak. I was like, this nigga's a dickhead. Wait, wait, wait. Did you see the cover art for the... I did see the cover art. I was oh trying to God. pick out, like, who was who. Or at yeah. least who's perceived to be who, but yeah. I don't think they... I, I don't think it's, like, anyone in particular. Yeah, I don't think they're particular jabs. I think he nah. just picked out a lineup of what niggas look like in yeah, ATL. Yeah, that's what I think. Chicago it's and all that. It's fucking insane. Speaking of Gucci... It was very this, accurate. Have you heard this conspiracy? The Gucci clone. That Gucci man is a clone. This Gucci man that currently released from prison is a clone, and it's not the real Gucci. Um... Do you, how do you feel about conspiracy They could not theories? clone wait, wait. the coldest man alive. How do you feel about conspiracy theories in general? Just like, are um, you, are you um, someone who's deep dive? Most of them are fucking whack. Really? Most of them are fucking whack. They're like unfounded. the Loch Ness Monster. The Loch Ness Monster is probably just, if, if it does exist, it's probably dead by now. What about like the NBA being rigged? The NBA is rigged. You think so? Yeah. I think so too. I, I think, think so. so too. I think niggas pick like, yo. I think niggas pick who they gonna be the winner. I was like, I'm, I was very surprised that we reach another game seven because I was just like, you know, the first game seven between OKC and um, Golden State was one of the highest rated things in cable history, highest rated NBA games in cable history, and then I felt like they just wanted that again, mm-hmm. but for on national television. Mm-hmm. So we went to game seven. You know, hot take over here, mm-hmm. but you know, 
conspiracy theories. I'm not really one of conspiracy theories. I don't believe in the Illuminati. I'm sure they, you know, maybe they exist. They probably. I'm pretty sure they but do. But this conspiracy theory that Gucci Man is a clone is probably, it's, it's something to think about, but not something to take seriously. Yeah. I think they're talking about because he doesn't have the ice cream cone tattoo. Yeah, but you can face. get tattoos removed, and I think that's the but most... where did he get it removed, bro? He just was released from prison. Um, maybe in jail. They have doctors in jail. I know, but th- I don't think they remove tattoos in jail. Uh-huh. Ooh, lights. Oh. <laughs> the yo, lights turned off. The lights turned off. But that's but okay. It's, it's a motion sensor light, because you know what? The school is sustainable. Shout out to us. Um, no, we don't need to do that. But... Uh, I feel like Gucci. Ah, no. Just throw something across the room and trigger That's the not make it work. I feel like Gucci Man being a clone is a perfectly. I, I think. You think it's plausible? I think it's very plausible. Oh, and no. I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all, and by any means, I really, I don't look down on it, but I kind of just like ignore it entirely because I think <laughs> people do not know what the fuck they're talking no, about. No, I don't. I, yo. All right. So but I'm not like Jesse the Body Ventura or something. That nigga's like had a show on conspiracy <laughs> theories. Oh, shout out to the former mayor of Minnesota, or governor, or whatever the Governor fuck. of Minnesota, man. I was just watching those episodes on Raw. Yeah. I was going to send this to you, by the way. Yo, <laughs> the Royal Puma. Oh, man. But, um... The Grand Puma. Gucci is so... How do you feel about Gucci being out, by First the way? First of all, this, Gucci this being post-jail alive. Gucci. Post-jail Gucci's mm. here to just tra- stack his bread and stay on probation. You've seen nigga, that ankle bracelet. Nigga, I've seen... You've seen every part of his house. He's filmed music videos at his house. Mm-hmm. He's just like, you know, he works out at his house, you know, everything. He's very seldom gone out, which is great. Which is fine because that way he doesn't violate his parole and he doesn't have to keep he doesn't have to keep telling the feds where he's going, so it's exactly. like Exactly. So, you know, he's yeah. he's stuck around in his house and stuff. He's invited Thug over, Thug and Gucci together. Thug Gucci. They um, look very Drake. Yeah, they look very um happy together, happy to be reunited. I know, it's like father and son. Like when father and son. He's got new teeth. He's like, oh my God, you got new teeth. Oh my God, you got new teeth. This is crazy. Between <laughs> um, Thug and Gucci. Veneers. I know, right? But um, I don't know. New Gucci, I, I hope he uses his buzz because mm-hmm. this is by far the most buzz he's gotten since that little mainstream run at the end of like the 2000s. Then he had um, the State versus Radrick Davis and, mm-hmm. like, you know, those other mixtapes when he had Lemonade and Wasted and all mm-hmm. those stuff. So I really hope he uses this opportunity. He still he hasn't released a mixtape yet, which is fine, but he's still, like, a steady stream of new music. We've got Back on Road. We've got, um, what's the name of the record again? Um, which one, the new one? Yeah, all My Children. All My Children. So I think we're going to continue to get a steady stream. we got this one with Thug coming mm-hmm. out because they just filmed a video. Maybe another one with Drake. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I fuck with it. I fuck with the <coughs> conspiracy theory of Gucci Man as a clone because... And that the real Gucci's in jail are still, or like, dead or something? Maybe. Maybe. It's not like that conspiracy theory of Tupac's still alive. Oh, living in Havana? Yeah. Yeah. I it's not like that at all. Yeah. I don't think he's in Havana. Where do you think he is? Um, the jungles of Borneo. Oh. <laughs> the jungles of Borneo, traveling oh, with man. his family, the wild pockberries. Fuck, speaking of... Mm, smashing. That's funny. It's turn Hennessy into... Turn my enemies into Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I hated about him. Well, who? He'd always rhyme Hennessy and enemy. Who, Drake? No, Tupac. Tupac? Oh, oh Hennessy, with my enemy. Did it die? Yo, I was oh, rapping like Tupac God. the other day. Yeah. So funny. I think... No, nah, I was rapping like... I think I was rapping like Gucci Mane the other day. Because mm. you got to put the in your voice. Oh, man. 
Same year Jordan dropped the jump, man. Yo, so Chris Brown. Briss Brown. Briss Brown. Briss Breezy. Back in the news again. Because mm-hmm. this nigga's manager is suing him because he fucked up his manager. He beat up his manager? He beat up his manager, bro. <sighs> Apparently. For fuck's sake, yeah, why? Why does no he always one, do this no shit? No one can... No one can stop Bruce Brown now. No one can stop Bruce Brown. So apparently Chris Brown beat up his manager. Well, there's two sides to the story, as you always know. So I don't know. I guess the manager side is that Chris Brown's unstable. He hired this manager in 2012 mm-hmm. to sort of bring back his career after, you know, after beating up Rihanna ruined it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he bought him online. And he bought him online? He, he brought him on I guess his team and uh-huh. things like that. So he brought him on his team. I mean, I guess, you know, Chris Brown is still doing major things, still selling tours, still selling units of albums. So he's mm-hmm. doing all right for himself. Um, but, you know, at some point, you know, Bruce Brown has enough. And he says, you know, I got to fuck up my manager called Mike G. Um, <laughs> according to him, according to TMZ, you was punched in the face and the neck without prov- um Provocation. Was it from the first hand, or was it was it from one hand or two hands? I have no fucking clue. Because if you slapped him up like that, damn. In the lawsuit, Mike adds that Brown mocked him on social media and bragged about the beating, telling others that his tour, <laughs> telling others on his tour that he would beat them up in similar fashion if they got <laughs> out of line. Chris Brown, man. Chris Brown. Shout out to that guy. I can't wait for his. He's, he's still on. He's on brand all the time, man. Yo, he's the same. Yo, <laughs> he's on brand all the time. This Chris nigga does Brown not has give evolved a fuck. from like baby face dancing youngster to nigga that will whoop your ass. I feel like he was always that. Nah. But maybe you know, when you're young, you're just trying to you know impress people in front of the camera. Look at my cool dance moves. Look at my cool songs. This song sounds like the bubblegum song, forever and shit. But Winter Fresh. Um, and then he just comes through, and now all of a sudden, you know, he's not sticking to the script anymore. He's not, tr- he's not going for apologies. Mm-hmm. He's done with the apology tour of, you know, what he's done. Now he's out here just whooping niggas' asses if they, you know, get out of line. Um, Chris Brown accuses Mike G of stealing his money, and that's why he whooped his ass. So, you know, two sides to every story. Mm-hmm. I guess this will play out in court. Um, you know, God forbid... God forbid, free Chris I, Brown, it's, apparently. It's, I don't know. Free Chris Brown and feet. Let's just put that in the universe because I feel like eventually it's going to happen. What? You can't, like, you are not going to walk around constantly you being fucking up people? Yeah, you apparently last week. You don't he, get off that easy. Last week. I know last week. And he who's was the accused, nigga white? He, he's going down, man. Yeah, last week he was accused mm-hmm. for by a club goer <laughs> for stomping on his head. Chris Brown stomped on a club goer's <laughs> head. This nigga treating people like Mario. This nigga don't give a fuck, <laughs> Nigga man. treated him like a this Goomba. This nigga got the fanciest nigga, fucking perm he, in his head, he's and he's just going off. Jumping on top of nigga's head. I feel like the perm is just going to his brain, you bro. You think it makes that Mario noise? Like, the boing, boing, <laughs> like when he hits a nigga <laughs> on the head? Yo, yo, by the way, I bought fucking Moon- Donkey Kong Country. Moonwalking on for, a nigga grill. I bought Donkey Kong Country for 3DS. The hardest fucking game ever. Really? This is the most difficult game I've ever played. I can't even play this on the train because the train moves so much. And if I move one... It's motion sensitive? No, it's not. It's just like you got to... It's too much of jumping on things to get things and jumping over things to get things. Welcome to platformers. Yeah. I. <laughs> it's um, just like I can't be... Like, say hello to 1996 for me. <laughs> <laughs> I had that game. In not Well, I didn't have the game in 1996, but I never actually had... Uh, I'll say this. It, it's... I look into my life. I never had a game console, or probably till 2002. 
Did you have a PlayStation? I had a PlayStation. I got a PlayStation in 2002. I got PlayStation after PlayStation 2 came out. Okay, that's fine. I got, and then I, once my friends got all the cool systems, like PlayStation 2 and Xbox, they let me borrow their systems, which was like Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. And me and my sister had a blast because we just wanted to have any game system. Because my family was poor. So we didn't have like money to spend like four hundred dollars on like fucking Xbox. My family was poor, but my mother called um, what was it income tax day, second Christmas? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get a bunch of money for you children. Sure. So this is what, what do I'm you guys gonna, want? What the fuck do you want? I never got that until probably when I know. we got older, but so I got when we got the Super Nintendo. One of the games we had Mario, we had Donkey Kong Country. I I don't even remember beating mm-hmm. that shit. We had. We used to play on PC. We used to play yeah. the Mega Man games, Mega Man X, and Bass and shit, or Bass. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Bass or Bass? Bass. Oh, fuck it. Fuck no, it. I'm fucking with you. It's Bass. All right, cool. Because the dog's anyway. name is Treble. <laughs> That's gay. Um. No, because, <laughs> shut up. It's a pun, because in Japan, Mega Man is actually uh, Rock. J- rock Man. Oh, yeah. And then his assistant's called Roll, and um, Proto Man's called Blues. So it's almost all like right. one well, big-ass music pun. This is, all right, you know, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, sure. Yeah, yo, I hated that. I actually really did. So J- Japan and their puns and shit. Oh. All their vegetable puns and shit, like Vegeta and Piccolo. And their and milk puns with the Ginyu Force. Yeah. Oh, my Fucking God. cold item God puns. bless them. God bless them. Beverage yeah, puns. This is the, so many puns. This is just the hardest game ever I've ever had. To, I'm on the second level. I cannot let my niece use this game. Why? Because my niece is so competitive. She's seven years old, but she's so competitive. She, when she doesn't win in, in fucking Mario Kart, she absolutely just throws her DS across the room. Mm-hmm. So I can't let her have this game because she's just going to throw, throw it, it across the room. Non-stop. Like, she's not winning in this game. <laughs> it's just too hard. Um, but yeah. Speaking of not winning, <laughs> Troy F got free this week. Oh, really? And that means I'm not winning. I, I, I did not look up this news. This Troy F got free of his attempted murder charge, but all all social media, like all outlets are t- saying murder charge. I was like, attempted murder, my friend. He was waving the gun and didn't kill anybody. I know, but you know. I, I don't know, man. I, it's I was like, who's his, yo, who's it? Leslie was like, who the fuck is this nigga's lawyer? Like, ugh. It's, I mean, you can't. On camera, it shows him shooting the gun, but it doesn't actually show him hitting anybody. So I see they got that. Like, you can't prove he's not, uh, guilty that he killed uh-huh. somebody if he really, if you have no proof that he actually killed somebody. I know, and that's what upsets me so much. Like, um, how come we can't prove this? He is a fuckboy. We can prove that he's a fuckboy. I can prove he can't prove. Look at his fucking somebody. haircut. Exhibit A. Yes. Look you at know, his fucking it, socks. It, it is what Exhibit it is, man. I don't know. This Troy Ave situation i'm so i'm not there's a difference between being over it and just like i would rather never have to talk to about him in life again all right so you've heard it here first he's never getting he's back joining the club of jason derulo jason derulo sean kingston mm-hmm. um who else do i hate um i think that's it i'm not a hateful person oh you hate them? I just say we never talk about them again. I hate Jason Derulo. Jason I don't even know him, but, you know, I hate him. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I don't like Jason's him. Jason's a dildo. <laughs> um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Speaking of whooping ass, Ian Connor. 
got his ass whooped by ASAP Bari. Yeah, nigga, he got his ass whooped by ASAP Bari. Theopolis London. Nigga, no, Ace, no. Theopolis London, like, verbally ethering him sure. was hilarious because he said the whole, the whole culture, culture texted, texted me. me. <laughs> the whole culture? Who the is that? The whole culture, nigga. I think that's a, that's a group chat. The culture <laughs> is a, a group chat. And they got to be in the same group chat or something. So, like, so it's got to be, like, Theopolis London, ASAP, uh, ASAP Rocky, Vashti, and... All these fashions. All, all these fashion people. All these, like, French-wearing ass. Whoever the, the lead designer at Goyard was yeah, texted the nigga. Yeah, I don't know, but this is just... So Ian Connor has been sort Ian of... Ian Connor, rapist slash dusty slash dirty nigga. Sure, super dirty, because I feel like he smells, because he looks like he smells. He looks like... He smells like wet mop. But, um, um, you know, he's been a Tumblr nigga who got popular, because he was just a Tumblr nigga who dressed nice. And he became, nice and um, eight, like, a stylist or a fashion consultant for ASAP. And Kanye and things mm-hmm. like that. Just a career consulting. I don't know. Yeah. So I think people want to sort of wave... I think he's one who put, like, people onto Lil Yachty mm-hmm. and shit like that. Yeah, but he, he takes that shit to a whole new level. But... Because he gets into, like, arguments when people don't give him, like, a mild amount of credit for something. Sure. And it's just very childish and annoying. I, f- I feel like... I don't know, man. First of all... Like, he... Niggas been accused of rape multiple times. Multiple. That is not cool. No. In, in any stretch of the imagination. But we also have to look back at, like, the people that are supporting him. Because the people that were supporting him, like... We're like, oh, no, he's not a rapist. One of them was Theopolis Yeah, he defended them. And then he goes back and he's like, well, fuck you, Ian Connor, you fucking rapist. And I don't get, like, offending people. Here's here's how I would do it. I would keep quiet Mm -hmm. to myself rather than defend a friend. And who granted, you know is doing who something I know is a rapist, stupid, and right? I'm just not going to just you know yeah. dismiss him because it was, oh he's not a rapist because he's a yep. cool guy. I'm just not going to do that. Yeah, I'm that shit gonna, is annoying. I'm probably just going to shut up. I but fucking like, hate that shit. But it's you know it's stupid. So Ian Connor at Theopolis London, ASAP Bari, ASAP Bari shows up. I guess I don't know if this is in France or something, nigga. Oh yeah, it's at the Colette store in Paris, and you know niggas apparently showed up in Paris. In Paris. <laughs> Did not see that come and showed up, and niggas is tired of you know in kind of shit. This nigga, this five foot three nigga shit. You see ASAP Rocky's in the middle of all this. And this nigga look like he having a breakdown right there. Nigga, you tight, you tight. You know about to get his ass whooped. You know this. Tight about what exactly? There must have been some sort of squabble. Oh, this nigga tries to swing on him, like a little. Why is he swinging on this nigga that's like twice his size? Sure. Um, Who's he swinging on? That's Theophilus? Uh, yeah. And now here comes, you know, this other nigga barreling on, in on him. Honestly, they should have put him in the Magic Killer. Good Lord. So, like, let's see. There's another video, too. Oh, okay. Uh, real Brooklyn nigga shit. Of course, man. He said, he said, don't talk to me like you don't know me, nigga. Oh man, ASAP Bari snuffs the shit out of Ian Connor. There we go. And now, oh, when he this comes must in, have been the worst day of his life, man. I know. Had him as the worst day. Oh. <laughs> Yo, nigga, nigga just like. That was one massive boof. Yo, nigga just like, first of all, any nigga in this stance, 
that's ready to pull his Yo, pants up. Yo, you need one. to run, B. Like, and, first and you of all, I don't know where this harkens to in American history. <laughs> I don't know if like when Aaron Burr showed up and <laughs> and he's like, "Yo, nigga, what's good?" And he's what's just really like, "What's really good?" And he, you can hear the you can hear the tool jangling in his fucking belt. <laughs> oh shit! Just like in history, I've got the yapper in my pantaloons. <laughs> Nigga's just. Oh man! So he's just like any nigga in the instant, and you're here and you're fucking distressed, te, and you're like, you're like, yo, I want I want to go to London man. to see if niggas do this in London too, because if not, this might stretch across all of Black culture. It, no, I think it was just is, like niggas, a, Harlem niggas from New York. No, sign. I think this is an American thing. I this think is this, American no niggas thing. in the South definitely do this. This is American thing. This is American this thing, is and like, I want to know where it comes when you're, from. When you're like posted up, you're ready to fight. You got your, you know, you're here. Niggas, you're ready. You pull your hands up. You ain't trying to like mobility, my nigga. You. You about to catch them niggas, hands, nigga. Yo, niggas pull up their sleeves. God damn, Then bro. boost their pants. And then, you know, it's a wrap. God damn, man. This must have been, you know, for the Tumblr kid that he is, I guess this is the worst, worst day of his life. I don't know if he wrote a, a, a note about it or something, but now they're, everyone's accusing everyone of rape now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like <laughs> Theopolis London every accusing time I see everyone? You, I think he accused ASAP Bari of something along those lines, too. I got to look at Ian Connor's some timeline, but I definitely saw something like, you know, some text back and forth between, like, running trains on people. And it's just, like, people, which, you know, not a supporter of. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's see. What else? I don't know. He's got to prove that their uh, trains are consensual. It's it's this this is all like some big weird like and this is all for the adulation of the people yeah this is all like you have no I guess your talent or what mm-hmm. you bring to the world is that you a nigga who has style and taste but has never really earned anything yourself you're kind of worse than the Kardashians because now they have acquired their talent into making millions and have done you know really great things. And like just, fucking famous people. This nigga's just, you know, he's like consistent. Like, what's the long-term plan of being a smelly, bummy fashion nigga? I don't know, bro. Wash yourself eventually. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's in the future. Do you open up a store? Do you open up a business? Are you interested in investing for your future? You're probably going to have kids. Are you interested in those? Like, what's going on? Are you? Are, are they really holding you down for life, or are they mm-hmm. just holding you down until, you know, dun, dun, dun. They don't. you don't become popping, and then, you know, should should have sold for you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get this whole Tumblr fame thing, man. I don't. I, I don't get Tumblr. I don't get any social media fame. Granted, if I had it, I'd probably take it and I take all the nah, money that I'd comes. Be, I, I take all the money that comes with it. I take the money. Yeah. I take the money that comes but, with um, it. Like these I'd, vine niggas are getting paid. I'd make myself very secluded. Absolutely. You like, gotta keep stuff to yourself, bro. Not just that. I'd probably move to like Philadelphia or something. Philadelphia? Why? Why? Because it's like no one's gonna look for me there. True. Move, move to, to Iowa, bro. Move to Philadelphia and never talk about it. Move to Vermont. Vermont. What Vermont. is in Vermont? I don't know. Good cheese, I believe. North New Hampshire. One of those states New up Hampshire. there that no one goes All to. All those bum-ass states on the East Coast. Man. Move, got all, a list move to the bum-ass bum states. I feel like we've had this discussion before on a uh-huh. previous part of just bum-ass states. Like, no Oh, we did? Wait. Yeah, we did that It was like a while. bonus podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When we fucked up that podcast. Yeah. Good talk, and then... Uh, yeah, it was a long time ago. Good times, good times. Um, Bum-ass states like New Hampshire. So, let's see. Who else getting their ass whooped this week? No one's getting their ass whooped this week. 
Um, I don't but, know. But, you know, the BT Awards is on Sunday, so stay tuned. So someone's going to get their ass roasted. Uh, yeah, someone. I'm, I, I'm, we are I, all going to sit around the communal team. Well, all of y'all, because I don't watch that coon shit. Sure. Wait, but first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, I'm going to support the BT Awards. I do Awards. not support the BT Awards. I also, you know what? I'll support it after the fact when I look at who's nominated for what. That doesn't matter wins. to me. That doesn't matter to me. The actual awards, you know, for the BET Awards is not about the awards. Fuck out of here, nah, man. It's about it the tweets. It's a you celebration get these of it's off, a, it's a celebration of social media bullshitting. You get these tweets Yo, off. Yeah, shit irks me. You get these fucking, you know, retweets, everything off. Yeah. You get your, this is the hour where your <coughs> finest jokes have to come into play because everyone is watching. The BET the Awards is not about the awards. It's about social media interaction. Roasting niggas. It's about this niggas Ace Ace Hood's fucking bezel flying the fuck Yo, off. Yo, his bezel flew off. Let me tell you. It's uh, his let fucking. Me tell you, it's bro. his frame on his thing. It's about like fucking freeze ass. It's about first of all, freeze ass cannot be contained in 140 characters, my friend. It's about that like, is a wild and beautiful creature. It's about shit. I don't know. Some ra- just random shit. The BT Awards. Sorry, BT Awards. I. I love the BET Awards now, and I'm starting to mm-hmm. come around to BET because they're changing up their programming and shit like that. Uh-huh. Um, but I like them solely because they're the only awards show with a kind of culture to it. And I say it's culture because it's black culture, so there isn't, there's a, um, they feel like they owe it to the culture to celebrate things in the right way. Instead of, you know, throwing Madonna on to celebrate Prince, which made no fucking sense. They're gonna actually show, you know. <laughs> niggas, you sound like they count, bro. <laughs> One smack, two smack. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but I feel like instead of Madonna to do this shit, Madonna is getting, so, like, she's so useless because how do you. This is so crusty, bro. Because she's the kind of bitch that needs to have a tribute thing for her, like for her dead career, mm-hmm. but instead she's doing tributes for people. That I don't even think retarded. niggas gonna want to tribute her because they like. She, I feel like she's like a giant. She's a fucking dildo and a yeah, half. Yeah, I know. She's kind of a bitch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it is what it is. I'm not like but happy with the list of the performers. Mm-hmm. It looks kind of shaky. For instance, I mean, Young Thug is performing. Oh, that's dope. I mean, remains to be seen if he'll perform. He'll perform. I yeah. feel like I don't know. It's I feel like he'll perform. Fat Joan Remy Ma will be him to save. Fuck, I'm tired of all the way up. You tired of all the way up? You know they just dropped the West Coast. I know, and they need to put it all the way up into the toilet and flush it with with bleach and hot water. I'm ready for the next single. That's. I'm waiting. I'm I'm waiting for the Atlanta um, all the way up with Young Thug, Pastor Trey, and Two Chains. Nah, I think it's definitely gonna be some old niggas like Ludacris. Jeezy. Yeah, one of those. Definitely those. Um, I don't know what Jennifer Hudson's doing, but she'll be there. French Montana, I'm just assuming all the way up. Stevie Wonder, because you can't have like a musical tribute without Stevie Wonder. Um, I feel like he's going to be part of the Prince tribute, and they're just going to make him say, like, this is the better one. I swear to God. <laughs> um, designer will be there. Yeah. Sadly. How did we get this far with Designer? How did he get to this level How did just we get with this one far? song? How did we, uh, it, I feel like this owed to us is sort of a culture. It's just letting any old nigga just show Avon up and Shumpert. just like you know become. For twenty five cents a day, you can feed this Iman Shumpert lookalike. <laughs> he looks hungry. Dude, have you seen his double XL freestyle? You mean his Negro spiritual nigga? Yes, that nigga. I don't know what he was summoning. Nigga, I don't know what he was summoning. All I heard was, the nigga "I wish you would get Wall the burner." Shit. Like Tina, t- like. Timmy Turner, I'm wishing for the burner. 
to something along those lines, but that's really the only part I can of play it. I can, okay. You know what, you just pull it up. I'll, I'll pull it up, but it's like, this is the only part of this, like, freestyle that I actually understood. Mm -hmm. It's just like, and, and now people are calling it the infamous freestyle, but it's just like, I understand nothing of it, and his, he's dropping a mixtape called New English, and I'm like, this got to be New English, because I don't understand what the fuck this nigga's saying. New this English. Now he's going to re release a line of 40s. Oh, great. They're going to be half the calories, like, Yo, 40s. Mr. T got to do better. Mr. T does not have to do better. <laughs> yes, he does. Mr. T got to get out of, out of Fuse fucking... Fuse by, it was it? Ice teas. Oh, God. I mean, you know, got to get money. money anyway. Yeah, yeah there you yeah, go. Fuck Making it. money anyway. Fuck it. Fuck it, get your money, Ice-T. Mr. T, Ice-T, sounds right. I feel like he's casting a spell on me. I know, right? <laughs> Evil wizard. Yeah, nigga. what if he's really a wizard, bro? <laughs> He's Gargamel, nigga. He's yeah. trying to find all the Smurfs and eat them. Yo, bro, come on. Like, how are we Yo, one of my boys did a spoof of it, and this shit was so funny to me. It's Hold on. I'm going to pull it up from YouTube. This Yo, is this my boy. This freestyle. And you know what? I'm trying to, like, I, I get it. I get... I don't get why he's... I don't get why he's popular, but I get it at the same time because it's obviously because of the song, but, you know... Gosh. I'm, I support... I like to support New York artists. So I don't totally hate him, but I just hate the fact that, you know, it's gotten this far. My, this nigga LaVar. <laughs> I guess we're gonna have to share, we're gonna share this in the, in the, yeah. in the description. <laughs> Yeah, that's really how he sounds, man. This nigga is just like a. F <laughs> this nigga is just a human melody machine or some shit like that. This nigga is just like a melody generator. Yo, shout out. Like, mm -hmm. And I'm sure. You and know shout what? out to my nigga Lavar because he definitely put out a single. Hold on. I, I want to bet ten dollars. I want to bet ten dollars that that Timmy Turner wishing for a burner line is on that mixtape, and this was the entire pre-written. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. this is just a pre-written. This is not, like, an actual freestyle. Oh, let me play LeVar track, because this shit is fucking hilarious. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Fuck the water, give her honey by LeVar. Yeah. It sounds like... Yeah. That's a LeVar, by the way. Yeah, LeVar's hilarious. This is perfect for J.R. Smith's victory. Of course. I'm hoping he just, God, you need J.R. Smith to have his own parade in New York, because I just can't. It's just fuck the water, give her a No, it's not. There's verses, but the chorus is mad Listen, when you've got a, when you've got a winner like that. Here you go, what? Okay, alright. This shit has me weak. Shout out to that. Is it on iTunes? Can we purchase this? Is nah, it on Apple Music? Right, right off SoundCloud, oh, honestly. It's on SoundCloud. We'll link to it. We'll link to it. 
Um, but yeah, designer will be at the BT Awards. Erica Badu, Tori Kelly. Tori Kelly. Tori Kelly. She's fine. She's like. Wait, let me look at Tori Kelly. She's kind of racially ambiguous, but I'm pretty sure like. She's wh- white. She's but one of her da- like her dad is like Jamaican or something like. It's so I don't know if she. I think she's like Spanish and black and white and shit. You know. Whatever. Belial's gonna be there with his fifty Bilal, colors. Nigga. Belial. Shout out to Belial. 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 Fucking Usher's gonna be there. Say what? I mean, t- something, nigga. Prince tribute. Bryson Tiller. Bryson Tiller, the shakiest performer of all time. Alicia Keys, Maxwell, D'Angelo, Sheila E, Janelle Monae, The Roots. I'm. The the performers list does not look entire entirely enticing, but this is not what the BET Awards is about. The BET Awards is about it's about the foolishness. If you want to watch it, you go and watch it. I charge my phone for this award show because I gotta get these tweets off, bro. Mm -mm. I gotta get these tweets off. I'm gonna be out doing things, but I'll watch the recaps if the performances are. Listen, just watch the tweets, man. You don't even need to watch the show. Just watch. Oh no, the tweets are gonna be floating around for at least a day and a half. The tweets will be fire. The tweets will. They're giving Michael Ely the humanitarian award. No, that's not Michael Ely. Oh shit! Some other light skinned nigga. Some other light skinned niggas with eyes and shit. Um, let's see. First of all, they're giving the lifetime achievement award to fucking Samuel L. Jackson, the one man who'd never turned down a movie role. Sure, Jesse Williams. Jesse, yeah, Jesse Williams. Sure. I confuse my light skinned niggas all the time. Of course, you know what? Shout out to shout out to this guy right here. But more importantly, shout out to Samuel L. Jackson for being around <laughs> a whole lifetime to win this <laughs> lifetime achievement award. <laughs> Nigga, where is, did Morgan Freeman get one yet? Because he's no. been old as long as I've been had eyeballs. I don't know, man. These niggas are like in the last of probably like. I don't know what was that shit on The Simpsons. It wasn't mm-hmm. the stone cutter. It was that that, the that fish, that fish thing. Remember Mr. Burns and like um, Homer's dad was in that fucking fish um, agreement for the painting. Oh my god! Uh, Wait, that episode where they were war buddies? Yeah. Ah oh, fuck! I forgot it too. Hold on. Hold on. Oh my god! Why are we googling this? Because we're fucking Simpson nerds. Um, flying hellfish. There we go. I think they're the last two, and I think they just refuse to kill each other because, you know, black lives matter. Um, they're not, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Um, speaking of, like, you know, kid shit, we are talking about The Simpsons. They're mm-hmm. apparently the reboot of the Power Rangers movie. Yeah, and they're going to have uh, Brian Cranston, Cranston fucking the dad from on. Malcolm in the Middle. Walter White. I know, but I know Walter Malcolm White. That was the first time I saw Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, that's the first time anyone saw him. Really. Malcolm in the Middle was a very. I feel like that show was very too underrated. S- too smart for its own good. Yeah, too smart for its own. Too Sunday smart to night be. Audience. Yeah, to really for that. I feel like it's a very underrated show, but also very like not. It's entertaining at times. For the world of it was a, it was a great casting, great casting call. Um, I'm gonna be singing that all week, by the way. Um, let's see. So shout out to that. He'll be Zordon in the Power Rangers. Zordon. Um, Rangers. Do you, how do you feel about this? Cook my mouth. This new reboot of the Power Rangers movie. Good. Um, Are you feeling like it's gonna be trash? Nah, I'm not Good. feeling safe about this. You're not feeling safe. Not feeling safe. I, I feel like it's gonna be very. Did you rotten. watch the first Power Rangers movie? The first Power Rangers movie. The one where they're like ninjas and shit. Mm. And there's like Ivan the Ooze. Yeah, I remember that. The one where like they they transformed into animals and yeah. swords and shit like and that. Shit like that. The Falcon. Niggas were ninjas, bro. Fucking ninjas. That I shit love was that. dumb. First of all, I love that movie. I love that movie too, but this shit, it, like, I when we really think about it, that shit was dumb. As the first time I saw it was on bootleg, 
by far. That's oh, how I saw I both Power saw Rangers movies. In the I saw it in theaters. It was the first movie I ever saw in theaters. First movie I ever saw in theaters. I don't remember. I remember my aunt, my godmother, mm-hmm. wanting to go to the movies with <clears> all of us. And I think we saw Men in Black. Mm-hmm. And then I also think we saw at some point Two Can Play This Game featuring Physical Fox. And my aunt was very. Delete it. <laughs> Delete that um, memory. I think at some point. I dragged my mother, I think I've said this before, dragged my mother to go see both scary movies, which is like a 10-year-old, 11-year-old, 12-year-old should not be watching like some dude's dick fucking grab a clown. The nigga by the neck. (laughs) Some dude's dick grab a clown. Or some like, you know, some woman like, some dude like ejaculate and the woman like flies into the air onto the ceiling and like his ribs, like, you know what? He gets emaciated and dies. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Something along those lines. Oh. Childhood, man. Nah. Childhood. Um, OJ Simpson's back. Oh, fuck him. No, nah, he's not back, back. But like, fuck that nigga. Just, just, he's an idiot. Just, um, just, I guess, people are paying attention to OJ Simpson in 2016. Delete him. I feel like I didn't, I was alive during the OJ Simpson thing, but I had no idea what was going on because I was like four years old. I didn't give a fuck about OJ Simpson. No, nah, I knew what was going on. I knew the nigga, the nigga either did or did not kill his wife. Turns out he did. I did. Well, you know, it was not proven that he it did. It was not proven so that he did. A, here's the story of OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson was, <coughs> when he started out, I guess in the 70s or 80s mm. or some bullshit like that, the nigga was a cool ass nigga apparently. Mm-hmm. He was um, an really. amazing athlete. Amazing athlete, yes. He was an amazing athlete. Not a cool-ass nigga. Cool-ass nigga to the general he public. Was, he didn't even consider himself black. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, listen. We, not, we didn't get to that part yet. He was oh. a cool-ass nigga to the general public because he was such an amazing athlete. There we go. And he was so good at what he did. Yeah. And, you know, football and, like, you know, track and, like, movies and all this fucking cool shit that he did, all these sponsors and stuff like that. And then eventually he fucking, um, he married Nicole Brown. I'm mm-hmm. fast-forwarding way much. Um, he married Nicole Brown. Apparently, he was like this jealous husband um, who just like didn't like his bitches like talking to nobody. Um, and you know, one day after multiple, was that me or you? That's me. Um, one day after, I guess a a myriad of um, domestic abuse calls and stuff. Nicole Brown is dead along with Ron Coleman. They're like, hey, who killed this white woman? Oh, it's got to be OJ. And everyone's like, so now the country's divided because of race relations in the United States. Because white people are like, man, that black guy, he totally killed that white woman. And all the black people are like, wait, you guys are accusing him of something that this nigga might not have done. And I think you might have planned it. Because you know what? You LAPD, you're kind of racist too. So, you know, got this big war, this back and forth. Johnny Cochran was involved, a lot of other lawyers, um, multiple black jurors. And, you know, O.J. got off scot-free. And, you know, I think he, he became infamous because of that. And then, you know, shit happened. I'm, I'm giving the very, very abridged version. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also stuff about, like, black people loving him and then now learning to hate him because he's kind of just a scumbag now. Um, and now he's in jail because Fuck he... Fuck that nigga. Because he tried to, like, you know, he kidnapped, by the law, kidnapped and, like held this nigga at gunpoint to steal back some memorabilia of his. So it's slow for him. Yeah, he's been a dickhead for quite a while. I've been enjoying the shows. I've been enjoying the documentaries. I think you should watch this. No, I'm not watching that shit. I think you should watch watch it. it. I think you should watch it. No, you know that his estate gets paid every time we watch it. I don't believe that. Probably. But 
I wouldn't see why not. But um, based on I feel his like story. it's just, it's so entertaining though. It's so gripping. It's like finding out. Yeah, it can grip these nuts. Not watching it. Man, man. There's a bunch of things I will not support because they just don't make sense to me. Sure. And like this what? is one of them. Why not? Why not? This love and hip hop. It's less about. All right. All right. Love and hip hop. And documentaries about racial, racial, racial relations, relations in the United States. Oh shit! What the fuck? What is that? A power surge? I have no idea. Okay. Anyway. What the fuck was that? I think we just went back in time. Nigga. Yeah, I know. I feel like what's that screech? What the fuck? Whatever that was. Anyway. You know. No Zordon contacting us. Uh, absolutely. It's gonna be like that episode where Bulk and Skull became Power Rangers <laughs> in that dream, and one was a hot dog, one was a cheeseburger. What the fuck? I don't remember that. Oh, episode. I remember that shit perfectly. I don't nigga. remember that shit. I remember they they jumped inside the Megazord and it was fully formed. They didn't come together in parts. I was my lasting memory of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was when they became ninjas because that ninja shit was awesome to me. Um, the Green Ranger, that five part series about the Green Ranger because he was a dick for like. <laughs> five parts and then he was like you know what cool we're both rangers i'm a ranger you're a ranger let's all ranger together and then he was like he kind of piped down the pink ranger plenty of times she was like the the green ranger was an asshole and like the pink ranger is like but he's kind of hot though like it's that's yeah, just she how was just life gripping works. on his ponytail i know that's just kind of how life works right yeah i know um speaking of um i guess you know yeah, all right, so fuck OJ, I guess, um, according to Carlos. Yeah, look, see? Bulk and Skull, that. Power Ranger Dream. I don't remember this shit at all. I remember this shit so perfectly. Jesus this Christ. Is like the second season. These niggas are on the dirtiest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the I feel dirtiest. like... <laughs> nah, I feel like they, they, they smoked like... The, they smoke krills or some shit. Yeah, had something this along those lines, bro. Popped a perk, had oh, a dream. Damn. Now we gotta put this in the links too. Oh my god. God. So, um, party next door. <laughs> that was just a hard segue right there. Not just a hard segue, a hard and hearty laugh. Yes, party next door premiered the video for Come and See Me. With featuring um, not the Drake part, which I was missing. But also, but now featuring more Kylie Jenner than you oh, would like. My fucking God. It was also featured on Snapchat. It was a Snapchat story. So, um, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the video? First of all, basic. can I tell you one thing? Sure. <clears throat> um, why the fuck is this nigga fucking around with this bitch? Exposure. That's the shit that gets me tight. Because he could... He could be doing a lot of other things, and she could be doing a lot of other things, but... There was no way prior to this, this video was getting premiered on any sort of Snapchat. The nigga had, like, probably... The nigga probably has, like, three videos for his entire career. Mm-hmm. And, like, probably, like, a mix of, like, probably like two million people have seen it. <sighs> Nigga's doing this for exposure. You gotta do it. You gotta get this Kardashian brand. The oh, Kardashian brand is popping. Fuck that shit. Um, and now I know his music is going to be horrible. Maybe. Probably. I didn't like the video. I thought it was It very, was useless. I um, thought it was very basic. Very, very basic. It wasn't like that kind of like But he's not a person that gives you really super great visuals or anything. I know, but like it's not it wasn't even like a 
It doesn't even feel like a party next door kind of thing. Like, with party next door, there's, there's that song sort doesn't of, feel like a party next door thing. Yeah, there's sort of a romance to it, but there's also there's also a mystique. Of, yeah, and sort there of a, like no a rebellious to attitude for it. Like you, uh, like I want you, bitch, huh, but I don't need yeah, you. Yeah, let me flick my nose ring. Yeah, <laughs> something along those lines. <laughs> Look and now at my he dreads. just kind of looks They're like. They're very tiny. <laughs> dude, you do not want to hear what I said about this. Like what? I said he kind of looked like a lesbian in this video. Yeah, he got With that. With a strap on, like. Beard. Oh my God, I'm out of here. <laughs> no, strap not a strap on. Beard. on strap on oh, beard. Strap, strap on, on beard. beard. Strap on beard. Oh yes. Yeah. If that's a thing. Like yeah. It's like a saddle on his face or something along the Oh my God. Oh well, that didn't oh, make anything better. Oh my God, that better. does not make it any better. <laughs> okay. But you know. Moving on. I feel like uh, I don't know. It's just I don't think it was a good look for him mm-hmm. in the long run. I'm interested in see the trajectory he has for P. You know, P3. P3. PND3. PND3. That sounds like a... Come and see me is very Jodeci-esque. But it's not really... I'm not, I'm not seeing it for Party Next Door this time around, especially when a lot of niggas are doing the same shit that he's doing. Um, yeah, he's kind of falling in on those trappings. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, do we have anything else? Let's see, let's see, let's see. OJ. We did OJ. Shout out to OJ. Fuck that nigga. Yeah, fuck that nigga. For real. I think he gets out next year. Word? Yeah. Keep him there. I think he's gonna replace the MJ crying meme, just because that's how Washi's gonna be. But I feel like the MJ crying meme is such an institution that people are gonna fight. Mm, it's year. gonna last like for the next two years in the NBA. Replacing probably. the MJ crying meme would be like how white people reacted when they put Harriet Tubman on the twenty dollar bill, and they're just like, "Why y'all fucking with them? <laughs> Why y'all fucking with shit that ain't broken?" Like, you know. I mean, like the that. system itself is broken, but hey. You know what? Shout out to my twenty dollars, um, because pass me the phone. Sure. There's nothing left on there. Hold on. No, there's nothing left. You have the Wale. You have the Wale thing. Oh, then that means that there's nothing left. There's nothing left. So, (laughs) in our only music release this week, actually DJ Esco, the Esco Terrestrial. I have it. Did this shit finish downloading? Yeah, it finished downloading. Um, You want me to open that folder? Yeah, might as well. So, along with that, so we have the new release from Wale last week. It actually released at the end of our podcast last week. Um, yes, it did. So it is called. Fuck, I already forgot the Summer name. Summer on how Sunset. Much I don't care about this shit. Um, Summer on Sunset. Meh. Wally released. You know what? It's not a totally bad mixtape. It's not. It could have been much better. It could have been better. It could have been really, but I'm just not prepared to go the long run with this mixtape at all. I feel like it's very, um, it, I don't know. I'm just. Damn, look at all these tracks. Look at all these tracks, right? That's what you get, bro. You know, it's funny, it's not all feature. It's just hosted yeah, by yeah, feature. Yeah, it's hosted by feature, but it's a DJ Esco mixtape. Um, wait, 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 let's get a, let's, let's talk about this Wale first. Let's talk you about you always got to ruin my phone. I know, right. I know, I know. But All we right. can't just, like, then people are, then Wale's going to get mad. And then Who gives a fuck if he gets mad? Yo, Wale, if you're listening to this, I want you to know, I don't give a fuck if you get mad. Sure. You, you're not my friend. I don't fucking know you. Sure. I mean, if you want to get to know me, buy me a cheeseburger. I don't fucking know. I don't want to get to know you. I really want to I really don't. know you. <laughs> I don't. That's the clean version of the I song. Know. Um... But yeah, Wale, so Wale hasn't dropped anything in a really, really long time. Prob- no, actually he did the... Uh, that song with, song with, song with, with like uh, Meek Mill and... What the fuck? 
gosh, again. All right, so he did, he dropped um, his album last year called the album about nothing, mm -hmm. which I didn't really like because I thought it was kind of boring. And I thought conceptually it kind of got lost on me. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it would, anything would last in the sort of long run the delivery of this project. And mm -hmm. you know what? Nothing did. Um, surprise, surprise. But he's dropped this summer, summer on Sunset, which I guess chronicles his move to L.A., it chronicles, you know, his change in lifestyles, changing demeanor, the evolution of the Wale, moving from DC, where he was focusing on all these sort of go-go records, and now he's on LA, very wafty, very drifty, very, you know, is this shit still recording? Yeah, it's still recording. Okay, very wafty, very drifty, <laughs> very, you know, just a, just a more relaxed tone uh -huh. to everything. And that's really the feel of this mixtape. It even starts off, it got features from Raheem Devon, Ty Dolla Sign, Joe Moses, The Dog Pound, um, Cameron, Falade, mm -hmm. Javier Carter. Falade, Falade, what? Falade. 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 I don't know. Falate. Falate. Vic Falate Victoria Lee. Monet, Jim Ross for some reason, Eric Billington. I, I understand the Jim Ross thing. I don't because it just doesn't fit in the mixtape. Yeah, I it really doesn't. I understand it, but it doesn't. Yeah, and then I you thought got Triple H. He got he had Triple H on some call. That that one made sense because it gets the flows. But I feel like this. This the SmackDown Raw track. As much as I love wrestling, um, I feel like it could have just been a freebie or something. But maybe he didn't want to devalue the the impact of that track. But like, I feel like a lot of these songs are just like, just written pages in his mm -hmm. diary. Yeah. Of just like you it's know. It's like a Lisa Frank notebook. Yeah. That it's he just, just like, writes his name you on. Know, these bitches Dear doing diary. Dear diary. You know, these bitches. Yo. First of all, I hate Wale. I hate Wale fans, and I hate people that talk about real rap. I don't hate Wale. I just am not totally enamored by his music. His ambition I was. The Ambition album to me is very, very hard album. I didn't. His first album was okay to me, but the Ambition album when he first came to one? MMG. Right. And I think it was a lot more of the MMG sound incorporated to it, but he gave those sort of Wale sort of lyrical... Um, and, and conceptuals to that sort of, you know, street trap thing. Mm -hmm. And then he also had the, you know, the Wale-esque traps, the Lotus Flower Bombs, the Sabotage, you know, mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff. But, you know, I guess the these last two projects by him, for me, have sort of fallen on deaf ears just because I don't think it's, it's just, I, I don't know if he's trying to be someone or it's just like it's who he's becoming, but it's just not, I don't know. It's just not vibing well with me. I, I sat with this mixtape multiple times. Um, last week, I actually listened to it before I went out. Um, a couple of days ago, I listened to it at the wee hours of the morning because I just felt like it was just more of that vibe. It was just more of a midnighty, you know, know, summer drive vibe. I just feel like it's not genuine. I feel like it's him, but it's like over these instrumentals, it's completely ungenuine, and it's just see. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's weird. He just doesn't. It just it just falls. Oh, into let me get all these mainstream instrumentals and still sound the same. Not even that. It just falls into this like, and then it has a song called "Gangsta Boogie." I don't really like gangsta. Turn that shit off, please. I heard that shit. The chorus made me want to punch someone in the but eye. But it, it just falls into this, this like it progressively falls. It goes from his like his life, and then it sort of progressively falls into this like deep romantic downward spiral, or even upward spiral, I don't know. It just talks about a lot of romance, uh -huh. and it's not that I'm necessarily against it, but it just didn't feel uh -huh. just like, you know, 
Sometimes I don't, you know, it just didn't feel good. Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't feel good. It just, it didn't feel right. Can we get a hard segue here? Sure. Let's fucking take it. Um, <laughs> Wale tape, I'd probably give it. It's, it's not bad. It's just not for me. It's, it, it, so I, I'm it, giving it like it a three a out of, of five. Yeah, it needed a lot of work. I, I don't think it, I don't know if it needed, it's, it's just like, I don't know. I'm ready. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm ready for the next one, but I'm just like. Give me something else, you know what I'm saying? I love, you know, mm-hmm. I love the record Bait. I love, remember Bait? Yeah, Bait, um, Clappers 1.0. Clapper, that's true. No, I mean, Bait was about like, I don't know. No, it's literally it's pretty much the same track. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, when yeah, you hear yeah, it, it right. pretty much sounds like you're the same right. track. I was thinking of something else. Um, but, you know, I feel like he's had a lot of success with Bad mm-hmm. and Lotus Flower Bomb. Mm-hmm. And all these songs sort of catered to women, so he just pretty much gave us a mixtape towards that. Um, it's not me. It's not us. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. It's Why not are you Wale, still dragging on me. about this? We got I, future to review. I know, but it's like I haven't listened to the future. I'm just, I just want to give this no, a good amount of time. No, don't give it a good amount of time. I want to give this a good amount of time. You got to give it the amount of time Wale gave it. The time. Not a lot. Whoa, 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 all right. So the time not is over. Lot. We said what we said about the Wale. There we go. Mixtape. Moving can on. To it if you want, like to. There you go. You have the option. You don't have to go on our opinions anytime. Sure. The most infamously annoying drop in all of mixtape history. Of course. How do you feel about, I mean, DJS goes now on this new level of, I guess, DJ-ness, producer-ness. Yeah, I think he's moving into more of a producer role. Um, I don't know. I gotta see, let me see people's opinions about this mixtape, actually. Because I just feel like we haven't heard it. We'll probably be able to give you a solid opinion next week. But, you know, let's check the timeline. See what they're saying. It's apparently the intro. Burn. Fuck it. Oh shit, got into this bitch. Future. Super motherfucking future. Let's see. Let me see how the people are feeling about this. The Lex Luger Bell. The Lex Luger X-Men Bell. I gotta listen to it next Like, we're previewing it now, because it's just like, it just came out. Like, it just came out. And like the live tapes link just finished downloading. Shit. God. Oh, Esco and Zaytoven. I am it's not seeing good future. reviews on the timeline about this mixtape. That's fine because it's gonna be a very annoying mixtape. How do you how do you know that? Because it's got his tag all over it. I know, but let's see. I'm trying to scroll, see how people feel. I love Future, but this tape sounds off. It's not bad, but it's not great. A lot of them are not mastered because they're mixtapes, and people don't want to pay that kind of money. But hey, that was that was our good friend Ben Coyle with the review. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find more reviews.
<laughs> oh my god. Wow, there's a song called Thought Ho featuring Future. Thought Ho featuring Future. Play that shit, man. About to play it anyway. Green Mafia. The most in infamous drop in all of like production right now. Once you hear that, you know someone's gonna get kicked in the head. How old do you think these songs are? These songs? Probably pretty old. Probably within a two to I think these are still from the 56 stand. Nights Monster session. Just Some off of the off the listen, off just a couple. Just from your ear. I don't know what newer future sounds like, because it's like future is like sort of in a niche with himself. Sure, he's omnipresent. He's here. He's, he's just dropping at times. It's new music to us, but you know, it might yeah. have been. He just dropped so much music or records so much mm -hmm. music. Lord. Pretty bad. Yeah. Oh man. Future shooting at you know point three 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 from the field for 2016. Yeah, I don't think you know. Point three three three. Yeah. Let me check out how this Rage Runner track is, because they're making me doubt their album's going to be any good. Rage Runner was pushed back until all Yeah, I know, because the single wasn't selling, and they should have thought the single better, but hey, they should have thought that through better. But. Just release the album, no one's going to care. <sighs> That's another thing. Just stream the, people are just going to stream the album, and they want some fire shit. Just release the album. I know, shut I was up. like, Mike will stop playing. Yeah, shut up, just release the album. I know, I want to slap him, but that nigga look like a bear. I don't know. I, I didn't say all that. I like Mike Will, but yeah. I like Mike Will, but he be getting tight. Like, yeah, I'm just saying. First he holds Ransom back, Ransom 2, now he holds back Shroom Life 2. It's just like my nigga. Listen, man, this is a business. It is a business. This is a business that, you know, gotta do the best for the money. Just can't. He's on Interscope. Gotta drop oh, yeah, Jimmy Interscope. Drop that fucking label or something. Oh my god. Wow. That's really bad. I we got a young thug and future record here. It's gotta be old. <laughs> yeah, I know, because I, I feel like they hate each other. I don't feel like they hate each other, but I feel like you, you think know, they're indifferent about each other? I think they've chosen to exist in the same space with the same sort of crowd, but they've chosen not to acknowledge each other based off of competition. And probably some like underhanded shit that we don't know about. How many future and young thug tracks are there? Like, for people who make a lot of music all the time, there's only like three. There's only like that for that um that one that um, Metro Boomin' dropped. Um, that was a while ago. The one on Mike Will's mixtape, and then like maybe one more. This one. Yeah. Esco <laughs> and Metro. Okay, this is one of the better songs, I guess. I guess. This is one of the better songs. Oh, listen. Nah. You know. 
I gotta get, you know, I gotta let it, let it turn out. Right there. Right there. My blower. The police <laughs> future, future Juicy J. <laughs> I think Drake on here somewhere too. Oh, Drake on. Where's the, where's the record with 2 chains? Uh, it's that's the, the one with the Drake record, yeah. That's it, man. You know how much I love 2 chains. Hold on, I like Juicy J, so I'm gonna let this shit play. Yeah. I feel like this, 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 like, this is future snacks. This isn't a future turkey. Mm. I mean, this is not a meal. Oh, it's not a future tape. It's just posted by future. Yeah, it's future. I feel snacks. like maybe future would hold himself to a better standard. Maybe, maybe he's one of those niggas. Cause I know but a lot of people that like get like booked for events, show up to events, but so they don't. So maybe do these the are just. I don't know. If future just like. I wouldn't uh -huh. say like future just handed a mixtape to DJ Esco and said like, you here, you release this. I think DJ Esco took all the tracks that they work on together yeah. and decided, hey, I'm releasing this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like. But I'm hearing more future projects in the future. Like, oh, no pun intended. Can, can someone just drop eight shit? Can someone just steal it off their hard drive? <laughs> I think it exists. I'm hearing DS3. DS3? Eh. That's what I'm hearing. Not here in Beast Mode 2 or any of that Some in the stock art. Unless you got new Zaytoven beat. Listen, don't do a Beast Mode 2 if the fucking piano keys ain't popping. Like, I don't want that fucking... I don't want no dry-ass pianos. I want my pianos moist. Right. Ow, I think I just broke my finger. Yeah, well. Let's do it. Alright. Three bands and OVO. And two chains. Don't forget me, nigga. Why? Because he's kind of bad? Bad for all three. Sure. Oh, yeah. Drake Drake is like, going to be at his laziest on this shit. First of all, Drake is on like an ambient or some shit. Drake is on like feet up. I've already... <laughs> my shoes are already off. Oh, you thought this was going to be what a time to be alive? What a time to be asleep, my friend. He's like, nigga, my bed has already been made. I am not leaving. He's gotta stop using that Lex Luger fucking X-Men bell. <laughs> Give it two chains. Let two chains at, man. Two chains always comes through. There you go. Yeah. Why not? I think it kills everyone on every song. Everybody better be quiet. Everybody put your hand high. All of a 16 bite. All of a bitch bite. They might extra close. I mean, they might 
Of course, nigga. Always. You can always depend on two chains. Of course he's gonna have better energy. This nigga's hungry. This nigga this nigga would always drop the fire verse on somebody else's shit. <laughs> this nigga Drake fucking sleep his way through this nigga just lazy walked his way through this entire shit. Two chains showed up. Blow, nigga. Entire that's New York nigga shit. Blow. But it was the first 30 seconds of the song, so I was like, I have no room to not be impressed. Yeah, they found this nigga in the dumpster behind, I don't know who's crib. Who's on the... Rich Homie Quan of Future. Oh. Maybe. Rich Homie Quan is supposed to be so much bigger than he is now. Mm-hmm. At least he still had Flex. Yep. Flex was pretty good. Yep. No, man. It's like, God, the Marty Janetti of rap. Good lord, man. You mean the Marty Janetti of Rich Gang? It's like when The Miz and John Morrison came together and everyone thought John Morrison would be like. And then The Miz ended up just like washing this nigga every fucking time by just an entire length of a career. You know what's funny? The song wasn't bad. It's mm. just like not super great quality either. Mm. You know what? It is what it is. We had our first listen to this mixtape. Yeah. It's all right. On the spot. Yeah, it's all right. We'll, maybe you'll have a stronger thing next week. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe by maybe, the time it's this next week, this fucking live t- tapes link will still be downloading. I have no idea. <laughs> Servers are brazy today. Um, um, on Crip? You going to say it? No. It's what it is? Bro. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, what else we got today? We got nothing. I don't know. We got I'm nothing. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to go back to playing um, this hard-ass game. <laughs> this Donkey, Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country. This has been episode 68. This is the real episode 68. 68. Not that fake shit that we put the up The real early. one, We was playing with y'all. Y'all, shout out to Mob Deep for no reason. That nigga gonna stab you. Don't shout that nigga out. First of all, Prodigy and Havoc. I don't know. I got. I feel like I need to go listen to a Mob Deep album this week. I feel like the be- just. I've been in. Go to the gym and listen to it because it's gonna make you feel like you gotta hurt somebody. Dude, I've been getting so many compliments lately. About what? Just like my body. Because you you're huge. I don't think nigga. I'm huge. Nigga, you don't fit in the chair. <laughs> Strong. I'm just like. This nigga doesn't fit in the chair. No, but I've started this diet shit. You know, all the brown rice and chicken that I eat now? Yeah. And apparently, I don't know, just a lot of people. Just good compliments. Yeah. Your skin's it feels clearer. good. It feels good. It feels good. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Tell somebody that you love them today. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> tell nobody I love them. Tell somebody that they look good today, even right, if they yeah, don't look good. Tell somebody good. that they tell look good. Tell somebody that they look good today. Tell because some ugly motherfucker way. that they look good, because that's going to boost theirs. Yeah. But don't give them your number. To that. Because I definitely, like, I went to the gym, and then, like, somebody came up to me, and I was like, wow, you really changed. Like, you really transformed. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, in the inside. About of, to rip out his shirt. Like, I was like, oh, I, yeah. I was like, on the outside, I was like, yo, I appreciate it. Thank you, man. You know, you know, I'm just out here doing my thing. And in my side, I'm just like, oh, my God. What's going on burst here? out his shirt. <laughs> I, did, I bust out that last set. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's really. Strongest nigga alive. Yeah, something along those lines. So, you know what? Dude, People have been telling me to go back to the gym, and I'm like, nah. I feel like, I mean, I feel like you should. Nah. You got way more free time now, bro. Nah, I'm not going to And I feel back. like. Nah, I, I don't get need reasons for people to speak to me in public. No, but it's not that, man. What, it's just, health reasons? No, it's not even that. I think you're, you know, healthy, right? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> I feel like, I, I don't know. I eat turkey sandwiches. They you healthy just, with wheat bread. I feel like you'd, you'd be a great, like, kickboxing MMA Oh, I would. Nigga. Oh my God, I choke people every time because it's I my feel favorite. Like, yeah. Like if, I feel like if you've you ever seen that. me get into a fight, I got into a fight with a manager one time, and sure. I put him in a chokehold. Sure. Mixed martial arts shit. Yeah, he's much bigger than me, so it's just that's how you so take him easy. down, bro. Yeah, and you do it with one arm. You know what's the worst fights? The fights where it's just like headlocks for like five minutes, and oh, it's no, just no, like no. that front chance re headlock too. It's not like, not like you like got the advantage on the nigga, and now you just. Oh no no him no! I do it with one arm because it's very insulting. Sure. It's just showing one these, hand yeah, and just arm, like. And then like they try to lift you up from sure. with their head and their neck, and you're like, my nigga, I weigh over a hundred pounds. Sure. You're gonna snap your neck in two. Put nigga, me down. you, shit. I don't know. Whatever, bro. That shit is hilarious. But I feel like I don't know. You get it, you, you mixed martial arts. That I shit think is that fun. You, you would do that shit. That you know, so funny. I spent like my whole childhood fighting with my dad all the time. Sure. Because my dad would be like. You know, I'm in the military. If you get caught in the streets, da da da, you gotta know how to fight. Da 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 da. So it's just like, my father's also much wider and bigger than I am. Of course. Because he's like a barrel-chested nigga. Mm-hmm. My dad looks like a he looks like a vaude villain. <laughs> oh, that's it. Hey, oh, yeah. uh, uh, old-fashioned <laughs> rumble, eh? <laughs> oh man, <sighs> I don't know. I couldn't. I remember you were. You used to be like, sort of fit. Bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like. It's not like super detrimental. It's not like you become like this like extremely decrepit Masaroshi ass nigga. You're just like I'm thinner. Yeah, you're just thinner, man. Yeah, you're just thinner. I'm man. okay with that because yeah. another reason why like I I try to give less reasons for people to talk to me because that means sure. I have less drama. To sure, with. I feel like if you became way more stronger, more women would talk to you. Yes, and, and be more annoying. women, you know, more problems. See. See? Like, it was bad enough when you got that haircut. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> Yo. You got that haircut, and it's just like, first, Carlos used to have this huge afro. Maybe I'll make that the picture of them. <laughs> oh, dude, no, how are you going to find those pictures? Because I deleted them all. <laughs> I'll find them. Tagged in something, nigga. Um, oh, used to have this huge afro, and then one day he cut off the afro. Yeah, and I did literally it. You know what's so funny? I did it for a job interview that I, like a job interview that I didn't end up getting. So I was kind of tight. I thought your girlfriend made you cut it off. No. Sure. Liv did not make me cut it off. Okay. That was my ex. Okay. But, yeah, I thought, um, so one day he shows up to this haircut, and it's, like, it's revealed on, like, Facebook and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, women are just like, oh, my God, is that Carlos? Like, oh, my God. I know. Like, from was deep, wet. 
like wild Draws was wet and i was just like please guys guys please guys it's a haircut jesus christ my girlfriend is like yeah. the one taking the picture and i'm just like who this who oh. this fucking haircut guy is this big haircut over here mm-hmm. who does guy think he is with his haircut just is stealing all the women i get haircuts i know i don't i don't get fucking calls like that you know i know i it know it is what it is it is what it is so you know what if you if 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 you don't work out to make you less appealing to women i support exactly. that Absolutely. I support that. Don't bother me. When you sure. see me in the street, stop annoying me. You know what? That's good. That's what and we And I want. am not your friend. I don't know. Alright, alright. I am not your right, friend. Alright, alright. You know Alright. Alright. You don't have to go. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Right. I don't like people playing on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I think it was one of my favorite Dave Chappelle skits because it's real. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's real. Yo, that keeping it real goes wrong shit. That shit was so Nigga, because it's just like I could see a bitch doing that. Nah, bitches do that. Just it's like crazy. I'm about to handle the shit because I don't like people playing on my, my phone. phone. And, and then, then the she, shit gets out of hand. Nigga gets stomped out by both the dude and the woman, <laughs> and just like nah. And then she went to jail and got stomped out there, and it's just like, it's like like sometimes your L, your life takes a downward spiral of L's yeah. just because you make one bad decision. You know what? I think so. I think that'll be the end of it. Let's do that. This has been episode 68 of the Two Bucks Podcast. Yeah, 68 means I owe you one. We'll be back with episode 69 next week. Who knows? Episode 69, the nasty sex episode. No, it's not. No, please not. Nah. Please not. Nah. But I've got diagrams of gonorrhea. Okay. All right, let's bring that. Oh, gross. (laughs) You're with that? All right, it's cool. See you. See you guys.